Welcome to Defeat PPD, where we empower women to overcome anxiety and depression in motherhood without medication. I'm Arielle Wozniak, and I'm a maternal mental wellness coach, and I will be leading you through this journey. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Defeat Postpartum Depression. I am your host, Arielle Wozniak, and today we are continuing the series called What Causes Postpartum Depression? And so what I have um, set out to do with this series is to try to answer this question from many different angles. And the reason why is because if you were to do a Google search on what causes postpartum depression, you'll find so many different answers depending on where it is that you look because it truly is such a complex issue and there are so many contributing factors. So that's why there are so many episodes on this one topic answering this one question. And so today what I want to talk about is comparison. And comparison, I mean, we've all heard the quote, I think it goes something like comparison is a thief of joy. Um, But when you are comparing yourself to anyone, it doesn't always end up well. And so that's what we're talking about today. And of course, I always start off by just sharing my own personal story. My goal is for you to know that you are not alone. The things that you are struggling through, someone else has struggled through before as well. Um, That someone is typically me because I struggled through so many things. And then other people's stories as well and the things that they've struggled through. So comparison is one that I feel like so many of us can relate to because it almost comes naturally to compare ourselves to other people. And I'm honestly just not sure why that is. And so uh, me personally, I compared myself to multiple other people throughout my motherhood journey. And so specifically talking about postpartum depression, um, I compared myself to two, I guess, different types of people. The first is like my vision of myself. So I compared who I was in reality with who I thought I would be in my mind. Hopefully that makes sense. But I had this vision of what it would like, what would it look like, what it would look like for me to be a mother. And I compared myself constantly to that person, this non-existent person, because It's not actually reality. So I was constantly comparing myself to myself or like the ideal version of myself as a mom, but I was also comparing myself to other moms. And so often with social media, we are just presented with the highlight reel of someone's life. I will say that, at least from my experience with social media, it has gotten a bit better where I feel like I'm seeing more realistic versions of just everyone's life versus before, especially 10 years ago or so um, when I had my first son. It was always just like this rainbow and butterflies and amazing things happening. And so I was comparing my like worst days to someone's absolute best days. 
And that is always a recipe for disaster. And social media makes that so easy for us to do. And so I've actually had to be really, um, just really mindful of who it is that I follow on social media, because it's so easy for us to look at someone else's manufactured picture of their life and then compare ourselves to it and say, well, my life is really kind of sucky because their life looks so amazing. She's just a really great mom. She is always so happy. That was the one that usually got me looking at other moms who were just so happy and content in motherhood. And if I'm being honest, even now, when I look at some moms and I see like how excited they are to have their baby and just like being there and being fully present. And I look back at myself and I'm like, why couldn't I have been like that? And I have to remind myself that I, I am me and I was the way that I was and I learned and I've grown and I hope that you can get that, that message to you, especially through listening to today's episode. Um, but that's really hard. It's really hard when you're seeing someone else who has a more ideal version of what it is that you're hoping for or looking for. And so those are the two places that I was typically comparing. Again, that's that version of myself that I had in my head and comparing to people who were showing me their highlight reel. And granted, some of these people who are showing up on social media, I'm sure they are really happy and are having a great time with motherhood. Even still, I was comparing myself to people who are not me. I will never be them. They will never be me. And so it really was super unfair to myself to compare myself to these other individuals. And so with that, this comparison and this like negative image of who I am or what I'm going through can absolutely contribute to postpartum depression. And so what I want to kind of talk through is just five different ways that comparison can potentially lead to postpartum depression or at least be a contributing factor for postpartum depression. And I want to preface this with saying that you might be someone who is um, comparing yourself to other people and you may never end up in the place of postpartum depression. It really is a matter of so many different factors, but this is just one that we are highlighting. So the first way is that when you are comparing yourself to other people, you can create unrealistic expectations. So you're creating this unrealistic picture of who you should be in this postpartum period. This can happen with so many different things. So whether it's like breastfeeding and you're someone who ends up bottle feeding and you're comparing yourself to someone who was able to exclusively breastfeed and that was your plan and uh, asking these questions of why can't I just exclusively breastfeed like she does? Why am I having such trouble getting my baby to latch? Why am I fill in the blank? Um, But you're comparing yourself in multiple different ways, or it might be, this is a really big one that I, um, that I see, and it's comparing yourself to what someone else looks like postpartum. 
So you're looking at the mom who their belly instantly went down after they had the baby and they're back to a six pack uh, three months after birth. And you're looking in the mirror at yourself with potentially maybe it's still, it looks like a, a baby's belly or baby's belly, <laughs> a baby belly. Um, like it looks like you're still pregnant is what I'm trying to say. Um, or you're someone who's just struggling to look like your old self and you're a year postpartum or you're like me now five years postpartum. I don't look like I'm pregnant. I'm not saying that, but I'm not like these women who have just bounced back or snapped back to their original weight or whatever it is. But it's really easy to look at those women and to expect myself to do exactly what their bodies did. And yet we're different people. So these unrealistic expectations, whether it's around breastfeeding or what you look like or how happy you are with your baby and mom life or your abilities or whatever it is, you are creating feelings of inadequacy. And ultimately, those feelings may lead to feelings of failure, which are only going to just fuel the, uh, the postpartum depression. It's, it's just like you're adding gasoline to the fire. So if you're already in that place where you're feeling just so down about the situation, you're going through postpartum depression, one of the very first things that you could recognize that comparison can do is to give you an unrealistic expectation and that is not going to serve you in this season. So that's number one. Number two is that comparison can give you a negative self-perception. So when you're comparing yourself to other people and they seem so amazing and they seem so great and like their life is just like romanticized, it makes you feel like less than. It can absolutely erode your self-esteem, your self-worth, And it can contribute to feelings of worthlessness. And the thing that I always like when you're going through social media and you'll see people putting up these posts of like their children and um, this like beautiful music behind it and everything just seems so peaceful. And it's like they're just frolicking through a field of lilies. And I remember One time I had posted a picture on Facebook and my children, at the time I had two of them, they were all over the place. And my like caption was literally, I don't understand how other people get their children to sit still for a picture because that's not my life. That's not my story. My children are like constantly just go, go, go. And so many moms were chiming in in the comments just saying like, yes, that's me. Like, I don't understand why their lives, like, it looks like it's so perfect. And like, your baby's just sitting there or your child's just sitting there and everything looks so great. That's not, I would venture to say, that's not what their life looks like 100% of the time. So I, I hope that you are getting that this is a highlight reel that you're comparing your lows to. But even still, even if that was what their life looks like all the time, like that's not your life. And so your life looks different. 
And comparing your life to their life is not going to help you in any way, especially if you're someone who's dealing with postpartum depression. So that negative self-perception is only going to bring you further down the hole. And comparing yourself to other people and the shoulds and what you should look like and what you should be doing and all those things based on what someone else is doing, not going to be helpful whatsoever. Another thing um, that comparison can do is it can actually increase anxiety. So if you're constantly comparing yourself to others, it can intensify the anxiety that you're feeling. And so you're focusing on what you perceive as shortcomings or the feeling, um, or you're feeling like the need to live up to someone else's standards. You're essentially just creating this cycle of stress and this cycle of anxiety, making it harder for you to cope with the postpartum life. So by putting those unrealistic expectations on yourself, you are essentially increasing the amount of anxiety that you're feeling. So you're doing the exact opposite of what you would truly want. Looking at someone else's life, seeing how peaceful and calm and quiet and happy and fit (laughs) they are and their lives are, and then putting that on yourself, like this is what I expect from myself, not only are you decreasing your self-esteem, but then you're increasing the amount of anxiety and stress that you're feeling because you're constantly trying to reach up to this bar set by someone else. That bar is not a bar that you're setting. That bar is other people's lives, what works for them, what's um, just their life, essentially. You can't live to someone else's standard or someone else's life. You have to have your own standards, your own expectations that are not tied to other people in the achievements of other people. I know that's so much easier said than done, but that truly is the truth. Like you can't expect yourself to be someone else. And I'm speaking to myself as well, especially my uh, old self, because I was really looking at other moms and just constantly wondering, well, why can't I? Why can't I be like that? Why don't I look like that? Why don't I feel like that? Why don't I have that that attachment like that to my baby? And it did not help me at all. It just put me further into the hole, made me more and more anxious, brought me to that point of depression and It just, it doesn't serve you at all. And I know I've said that already throughout this episode, but it truly does not serve you to compare yourself to anyone else, whether it's the picture you had in your head of yourself or it's someone else that you're seeing in real life or on social media. Uh, The fourth thing here is that comparison can bring you to isolation and that can lead to loneliness. So essentially, comparison can fuel any feelings that you have of wanting to isolate. And that contributes to that loneliness because you're constantly experiencing or constantly comparing, excuse me, your experiences to others, which leads you to a sense of disconnect from your support system and feeling like you don't measure up. 
So essentially, when you're seeing these people who are just having such a great time with life and you feel like you're not and you're not meeting the expectations that you're setting for yourself based on other people's standards and based on other people's lives, then there's this desire to withdraw. There's this desire to isolate yourself. And that isolation is going to contribute to postpartum depression. And it's always so interesting to me that uh, depression, whether it's in the postpartum period or any other phase of life, it can really fuel itself because depression makes you want to do certain things like isolate and then isolation leads to more depression. And so it's like this fire that can literally just continue burning if you allow it to. And so whenever you're feeling those feelings of like, you know what, like I just, I'm not even, I'm not good enough to hang out with these moms or these people, or you're comparing yourself and not wanting to hang out with them because then they'll see how, I don't know, terrible everything's going for you. That's that isolation is not going to help at all. If anything, it's going to be one of those things that brings you deeper into the hole because it's been proven that we are meant to live in community. We're meant to do life with community. And those feelings of inadequacy make you not want to do that. And then that just leads to more feelings of inadequacy and it leads to deeper depression and more pain and anguish and all those things that you're trying to get away from. But I do remember when I was um, in the midst of postpartum depression, that was one of the hardest things for me was to be around other people, especially other women who were in a similar life phase or period as me. So other new moms who were doing so well with their babies. That was really, really hard for me to be around because not only did that give me more things to compare to and how... I wasn't doing as great as them, but it also, um, it just brought me to a point where I felt like everyone else was looking at me. I felt like they were looking at me and maybe going to see that I was unhappy or whatever. And so it made me not want to be around people, especially moms who were in a very similar, um, stage as I was. So that's point number four. And finally, point number five is that comparison can impact the ability for you to bond with your baby. So when you are comparing your mothering abilities to others, it can actually hinder the process of you bonding with your baby. And so feeling inadequate or constantly questioning your abilities as a mother due to comparison may impact the emotional connection and bonding with your child. And that can potentially affect your overall well-being and exacerbate any postpartum depression symptoms. So when you feel like you're not a great mom and you're not doing as well as everyone else, not only does it make you want to withdraw from other people, but maybe even from your child as well. If you're comparing yourself constantly to other people and looking to fit into a certain box and you feel like you're not fitting there, it almost makes you want to just not try as hard. 
if that makes any sense at all. But it can absolutely impact your relationship with your child. So if nothing else, you have now five reasons not to compare yourself, not to compare your journey, especially in motherhood, to any other moms. It's just not ever going to be something that is super helpful for you. So if you are someone who's stuck in this this place of wanting to constantly compare, one of the easiest things to do is to be mindful of who it is that you follow on social media. That is absolutely something that, even if you're not someone who's constantly comparing yourself to other people, just what you allow into your mind and into your body is something that you should be mindful of. But especially if you're struggling with comparison. So my challenge to you would be to go onto whatever your favorite platform is, whether it's Instagram or TikTok or wherever. And I want you to go on there, maybe scroll for a couple minutes, five, 10 minutes or so. And then put your phone down and ask yourself, do I feel better now than I did before scrolling or do I feel worse? And that should be an indication to you of what social media is adding to your life in terms of value or maybe taking away from your life in terms of value. And if you feel worse than you felt before you actually started to scroll, maybe it's a time to look at the people that you are following. Look at the people that you are comparing yourself to, the people that you're seeing every day on social media. And just go through and mute or delete or whatever you need to do to the people that you are finding yourself comparing yourself to the most often in this season. And this can just be temporary. It doesn't have to mean that you never like follow this person ever again. But if you're struggling right now, that could be something that could be really helpful for you to not have this constant uh, feed of just ammo coming in to your brain. It literally is a constant feed of ammo. All the things I'm doing wrong, all the things I'm not that great of, great at. Oh, oh, my body doesn't look like that. Oh, I'm not able to breastfeed the same way that woman's able to breastfeed, or I'm not getting as much sleep as that person, or the list could literally go on and on and on. What you are giving yourself when you're scrolling through social media like that is just more ammo to fuel that fire. And so again, I'm not saying that comparison causes postpartum depression on its own, but it definitely is a contributing factor. So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. If you're someone who's struggling with postpartum depression, with postpartum anxiety, or with postpartum OCD, and you're looking for support, I would love to help you. So you can visit my website. It's arielwozniak.com. That information is in the show notes. But just in case, it's spelled A-R-I-E-L-L-E-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K.com. All right. Well, that is the end of today's episode. And I hope to see you on the next one. Bye.